Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We are the New York Knicks. 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 They go New York, go New York, go. Rest in peace. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The celebration shutting down 7th Avenue. Taj Gibson crying after the win in Game 2. Spitting at Trey Young. Madison Square Garden, it's so loud. And you get punked over and over again, and you're done in five. Well, the NBA is better without the Knicks, but the NBA feels right when the Knicks are irrelevant and losing, which is exactly what happened. Ken LeVick alive featuring Coquel here on a Thursday on ESPN 106.3. Coming to you from the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, Phillips Point Towers, downtown West Palm Beach, right off the Intracoastal. Coquel. And how many games? <laughs> how many? Five. 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 Great. And, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> How many playoff games did he play? Uh, huh? One, not one, not two, not three, not four. Definitely not five. Oh, wait, no, it was four. He <laughs> got swept. But Heat fans, Heat fans love to tweet about the Knicks when the Heat got swept. Your Eastern Conference champions, your culture, a culture of brooms. That's all it is. I'm gonna let Coquel swip. I'm gonna let himself. I'm gonna let himself talk his way through this crisis right it's now. It's not a crisis. I'm fine. It's Heat fans like you tweeting that the Knicks were so disappointing. Not like my Eastern Conference Finals champions. The Knicks are not done. like my team that were gonna come back and win it this year. Now that Jimmy Butler has a full the season Knicks are with done. Us. The Knicks are done after all Tyler the Tyler Hero in year two. After, He's going to be great this year. After, Just you wait. After all the fawning and all the, oh, New York. Oh, yeah. the Knicks. Oh, this great is amazing. Atmosphere. Oh, MSG sounds different. Oh, my God. It's a different fans in the seats at the oh, start of the game. Maybe oh. it's louder because they're on time. After New York fans, prideful New York fans, or at least who say they have pride, uh, who who celebrate like they won a championship, standing on cars, climbing light poles after their first playoff win in eight years. It, it, oh, eight oh, oh. You years. said it right there. Their first playoff win uh, in eight years, so they were excited. It's so pathetic. The Easter it's Con- so pathetic. You were expecting to win a title. You thought you it were- is so pathetic. The Knicks fans thought that they had an outside shot at the eight seed. All right, let's just they do this. They overachieved and got the four seed. Heat fans, Heat fans thought they were going to repeat right. – Get back to the finals and beat LeBron this before year. You, before you stroke out. No, 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 Before you stroke out. I stroke first. No, because I, I don't want to clean that up. Before you stroke out, let's go ahead and just open it up right now. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. The Heat playoff run significantly less disappointing than the Knicks. How? How? The how? Knicks result is so much more disappointing than the Heat. How would you assess the Knicks in the postseason, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. It's going to be one of those days. Fine. In the first four minutes, let's open it up. How would you assess the Knicks in the no, postseason? No, 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 no. Because let's me, do this. Let's it's, go more, back to your no, it's no, more disappointing no. than the Heat. 888-760-3776. Who's, who's was more disappointing is the question. Don't change it. Don't frame it your way. Listen to him. The coward. 888 What's our number? 888-760-3776. The coward changing the question to, was the Knicks season? No, you said the Knicks season was more disappointing and, no, than no, 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 no. I, I, the Heat were a better, a bigger letdown. The Heat were a bigger disappointment. There is a, a Expectations severe... matter. There is a severe, severe lack of self-awareness... By Heat fans. By a fan base that thinks... 
that it's going to come at in any way, shape, or form a team that has won three championships in the last 15 years, a team that last season won the Eastern Conference, here you and, are. A, and a fan base that celebrated one singular playoff win in eight years, a team that has been largely irrelevant since the year 2000. But here you are with your Twitter fingers, all of you heat culture, hashtag heat Twitter, tweeting about the Knicks. Because you know that you have city you, envy. Uh, hold on. City envy. You're it's boy, obvious. No, city envy. City envy has nothing to do with it. We're sick of hearing about how great New York is and how it's the standard and how well, everything is better you when New so York too. is involved. You're because talking to about me, You're talking about them. You're constantly on Twitter worried about them. So clearly it is better. It catches your eye. No, it catches. You're trying to tell me that they're a bigger disappointment than a Eastern Conference champion that brought everybody back for a big run when and it, then got... Sweet bitty doo dah. Okay, and and uh, you, there is absolutely no way, no way, and it's such a complete, almost pathetic lack of self awareness for a Knicks fan to come at a Heat fan in any way, shape, or form. You know, you oh, know no, what? No, 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 no. no. no responding you, hey, isn't coming at you. Responding hey. is not coming at you. It's uh, not. No, I'm responding to All Heat right. fans. Coquel, before you stroke out again. Like, t- get, your, get your inhaler. Get your inhaler. I don't, I don't need an inhaler. Because you're heaving right now. I don't know. I'm completely fine. When I just you I have... can't stand when blowhards get on the radio mm. and say dumb things. Okay. I'm going to stand up to it. Okay. You're exhausting already. Um, the Knicks fan who celebrates one playoff win in eight years, that is the true definition of a poverty franchise right there. Yes. It is so sad. Yes. It is so pathetic. And if you're a Nick fan who's going to say, oh, well, you got swept, you know how pathetic that is? No, but- that you're holding one playoff win in eight years over a, a team that was in the NBA Finals do you a couple any, of months ago. Do you have ago? any self-awareness? It is so pathetic. Do you have any self-awareness York, at all? New York Nick fans are so sad. You be- guys are such a sad bunch. Because we're responding to Heat fans. The Nick fans aren't going after the Heat fans. It's Heat fans who got all excited and did whatever they did Twitter after dark about the Knicks losing. Like the, the things that were going on were disturbing. Oh, no, you're I'm right. worried about keyboards across. No, you're South right. Florida. New York fans, you're right. New York fans aren't completely in your face and completely over the top and completely because they're uh, excited because they're a terrible franchise. That's why it's not a disappointment because the Knicks franchise is significantly worse. You're insulting our as a station Miami Heat by even saying that this season wasn't a bigger disappointment than it was for the Knicks. When you are. A franchise that spent all season saying, we're back. We here. All season, Ken. Julius Randle, MVP. Where was he? Did he actually Did he actually show he up the in the M- postseason? He was the MIP. Uh, MIP, most okay. approved player. Gotcha. Uh, and uh, then you have all of these talking heads nationally. Madison Square Garden, it's so loud. So There's a diff- jealous. I mean, there was legit on this station someone who said that the roar sounds different at Madison Square Garden. That is the most romanticizing bull bleep that I have heard come out of sports talk radio, maybe in the history of the medium. And then you've got Taj Gibson crying about the journey and, oh, this means so much after one playoff win, after you lost game one and you come back for game two you shut down seventh avenue and start jumping on cars after you win one playoff game then you proceed to get dumped on crapped on wildly outplayed the remaining three games that's disappointment that's poverty franchise right there the knicks the knicks playoff, are a worse franchise knicks, you can't the, move the goalpost then let me ask the damn question you're moving the goalpost ask one question because you're starting with who is a bigger t- disappointment and then you're going into are the knicks a worse franchise yes the knicks are a worse franchise that's not debatable. The fact that Heat fans got off on the fact that the Knicks lost is what's embarrassing. That's the embarrassing part, that you think it's more disappointing for the Knicks to lose than your Eastern Conference champions to lose. That's what's embarrassing. No, 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 no. What, what's embarrassing is being a complete, not even blip on the radar. Yes, then, they're, they're a loser franchise. Yeah, they're no a one poverty. is saying that. No, That's why when Knicks you, fans are excited. When you spend when it, all of the talk and all of the, we're here now, and oh, Madison Square Garden, we're back. This is outstanding. Let's go. New York's the center of the NBA universe. New York, that's the standard. That's where everything happens. And then you take a dump, and Trey Young, a guy making his playoff debut, punks you at the place that's supposed to have the different roar and the greatest arena in the world, and he punks you over and over again to a point where you have your fans spitting at him. That is disappointment. The Knicks' playoff ouster was more disappointing than the Heat. The Knicks' playoff ouster was more disappointing than the Heat. 
The Knicks. You're Was that more disappointing than the Heat? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. 888-760-3776. And you have a Heat team that, yes, it is disappointment because the standard is championship. Was it a bad year? Absolutely. You could see the cracks forming. The foundation was not there like it was last year, and especially the way they ended the season. I acknowledge that, and it was disappointing. But this hype-up of the Knicks and this hype-up of the NBA is better when the Knicks are winning. The and culture, then you fall flat on your culture. face. And then you fall flat on your face Eastern and you fall Conference off a cliff champs. and you let Trey Young come in and punk you in the loudest arena in the world. That is sad. And then no, you're you going to hang you know, one you know what's win. Sad, Ken? You know what's sad is Giannis coming into an empty arena for two quarters, getting a 30-point lead, and no one cares about the rest of the game. Because that's what happens in the AAA. When they came in and swept and dominated your Eastern okay. Conference champs, your bubble culture. Okay. Now we have a real season. And we're going to show you what Heat basketball is all about. Eastern Conference champs, we're going to repeat. We're going to get over the mountaintop. And the Heat got lost to a team. And the, the Heat got swept by a team that has a significantly better chance at hoisting a trophy and winning a championship than Trey Young and the Hawks. They're not championship caliber. Stop it. Stop it. There's one team in the East that's championship caliber, and that's the Nets. Uh, no, the Bucs are championship caliber as well. They are. They are. The Sixers without <laughs> a, a Embiid week, are not a, any longer. A week and a half ago, you thought the Heat were going to beat the, the Bucs. And unlike you, are, you, you are confident. You are confident and unlike about, you, I you, are ag- confident about oh your Eastern God. Conference Coquel, champions. Coquel, you can go on at 1 o'clock and do your own show. No, I can just do it here. Go ahead. Because I, I make the lineup, so I can do go it ahead. here. Go ahead. I will. I will go on doing my go own ahead. show. Go ahead. What do you think? This is the first time I've ever spoken to a microphone? Go ahead. Oh, baby, Heat fan going to pout in the corner now? Go ahead. Come on, Heat fan. Come on. You're Eastern Conference champions. Go you go. were the Eastern Conference champions. Okay. And that is significantly more than the Heat have, uh, than the Knicks have done in 18 years. 888 I haven't changed the anything. Yes, you are. It's, is, is it a disappointment or are they a bad franchise? What are we talking about? Because the Knicks are a worse. The Knicks are one of the worst franchises in sports. Okay. The Knicks have the worst owner in sports. Okay. And when you get. That's why it's not disappointing for them to lose in the first round. That's why it's exciting for them to get and to the playoffs. And when you get force-fed this New York Big Apple garbage. It's not, is it force-fed? About the NBA? Yes, it absolutely or is. Or is it real? Because it seems to show up everywhere, so it clearly happens. No, because when you spend months hearing how the NBA is better when the Knicks are good, that's garbage. That's crap. There's no tangible evidence for that other than self-centered New York fans want to actually believe that. Or And that is why when the Knicks get punked at home so over and Knicks, over again by Knicks Trae fans Young. Run, run ESPN in Bristol? It's Knicks fans running it? No, because there's a, this romanticism of New York that doesn't exist. Or, or it, it, or it, it does, does not exist. but you're from a second-rate city of Chicago, and you're jealous. And now you're down here, and you're even more jealous because New Yorkers are down here. And you have an issue with it. Your city envy is showing, and it's not a good look. No, because it is uh, misplaced uh, self-importance. It's, it, the, the Knicks are, are nothing. And Clearly when you're going to try and force on me the Knicks and how things are better when the Knicks are good, and then they face plant, then yeah, that is a significantly greater disappointment than a rational Heat fan that knew the cracks were there. And unfortunately, after Game 3, you knew that the Bucks were significantly better. And the Bucks have a way better chance at winning a championship than the Hawks do. They have a legitimate chance of winning a championship. The Knicks are so insignificant that Ken has tweeted nine times about them in the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. It's because the Knicks nine, fan... Nine times in 24 hours. It's because the Knicks fan is so self-important that that's all that shows up on the timeline. And then, it's like you, Knicks fans are so sensitive to we're tough, tough New Yorkers, basketball city. And then as soon as the Knicks lose and you, you can dish it, but you can't take it. You, we can take it. We have no. Frank I, just, I, I, I just told you the Knicks were terrible. The I Knicks, just told you the Knicks have the worst owner in sports. I can take it. What I can't take is what I expect an educated sports fan to do is actually look at things rationally. That's what I can't take. The oh, irrational statement. Oh, yes. The irrational Coquel statement is of, Mr. Rational. Yes. You just said that the Heat season was less of a disappointment. I said the playoffs. Exactly. They're the reigning Eastern uh, Conference championships, and they got. So yeah, it was disappointing. The first round. It was disappointing. It was the biggest disappointment in the playoffs so far. The only one that'll be more disappointing is if LeBron loses tonight.
and probably if the Clippers go down. 888 That's not more disappointing than the Heat. Yeah, They're the Eastern is. Conference champs. And the Heat have accomplished more with their current group. Or is it group. just a fake bubble? And the Heat have accomplished more with their group than the, the Clippers uh, did as well. Uh, swept in the first round? Yeah. Mm. It, teams get swept. Teams, mm. teams first round, get swept. Eastern Conference champs? It is that's so... A t- that's a tough man, one. Man, I cannot, that's a tough I cannot one to tell swallow. you how sad it is to have Knicks fans, proud Knicks fans, hold one playoff win it's over not, our heads. It's, they're that's proud so that they pathetic. made the playoffs. That is, so, that, that is equally as pathetic. It's, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Haven't done anything in 20 years in that one playoff game, and that is then going to mean it that it was a disappoint- superior Ken, showing. You're, you're, you're Knicks, winning my argument. Uh, no, You're the, winning my argument. The, you keep talking about how bad the franchise is. That's why it's the whole question you posed and you've been tweeting about was the Knicks were a bigger disappointment. They were. They, were, they absolutely were. How were they a bigger disappointment because if one the playoff? Knicks, can, the I, Knicks, can I finish one sentence? No, my name's on the show. So because, it says featuring Coquel. Remember, I put it there when I made the line. Okay, so <laughs> let's get back to that. The Knicks haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. That's why it's not disappointing. That's uh-huh. the point. Okay. You're making my point. Got it. Got it. Got it. Sure. And when national sports media wants to force feed you the Knicks and they face plant and Trey Young kicks your ass, which was awesome for the national over sports and media over because again. it happened to the Knicks. Trey Young does that to the Heat. No one cares. Okay, uh, you clearly care about Giannis doing that and Chris Middleton doing that no, to the I, Heat this I playoff don't. series. Well, Chris is in West Palm, and Chris, you're on Ken Levick alive. What's up, Chris? Hey, I just to say, well, first off, thanks for doing the show. You guys are awesome. Appreciate it, man. And uh, second off, yeah, I, I mean. I, just, just from a perspective, like looking at the players, I mean, the Knicks were a bigger disappointment to me only because of the recession that I saw in Julius Randle. I didn't expect them to go anywhere. It's just like on a personal level that bothered me a little bit more. I mean, like, you know, the Heat, no, I don't think anybody expected them to go become the Eastern Conference champions last year. That kind of felt like, uh, wow, how did the hell did that come out of nowhere? And the Bucks sweeping them just felt natural. They're, they're the better team. I don't know. Yeah. I, I was hoping for more of a, of a series out of the Knicks and the Hawks. And I guess, like, that. That's, that's the thing. Why it wasn't even a series. It wasn't even a series. But what I don't understand. Appreciate is it, Chris. A week ago, a week ago, or two weeks ago, when the Heat were the four seed, you were talking about how much better the Heat were. Then the Knicks, then the Hawks. No, I don't know no, what I was doing. No, you, I you was were. praying. No, I didn't say they were much better than the Hawks, but I was praying for a Heat Knicks matchup because I also assure you the Heat win that series in six. I'm pretty sure we can pull the tape. You were telling me how much better they were. You were laughing that they were the four seed, the Knicks were the six seed. Well, we were that talking, happened on this. But era. we were talking about it in the context of them playing one another. It was the four seed, six seed. They don't play each other. So that happened on this air. We were talking about if they were going to be the four or five. For Christ's sake, a man. week ago you were talking about how the Knicks. The, excuse me, the Heat beat the Bucks last year, and it had nothing to do with the bubble, and the Heat were better in their culture. Mm-hmm. But now with that caller right there, Chris, you guys talking about how you guys expected the Bucks to win. So it's just it's weird how things change so fast. And maybe I'm just confused because your opinions wait, change day to wait, day. Wait, Joe, did, did, did Chris say he expected the Bucks to win? Yes, he said they were a much better team. That's, yeah, that's once exactly the series started, once the series started, you could see it. So, you could see so it after game two. Up, they lined up for no, tip-off. I you're thought, like, oh, no, oh, Coquel, they lost the Coquel, jump. Unlike you, I can acknowledge when I was wrong and going into the series, you I can? thought the Heat would uh, would match up well. And then after game two, it became increasingly clear that that wasn't going to be the case. Like, it's as simple as that. I, I don't know. Like You're trying to make something that, that isn't there. What do you, I'm trying we to, spent months and months and months talking about, about the, the Heat culture and how great they were. Okay, and, and then they lose, and now you're saying it's not a disappointment. But we talked years about how bad the Knicks were. Then they lose, and it's a disappointment. Heat, I just don't understand. The Heat at least have something to show for their culture. The Heat have at least something from to this show. year. What do they show this year? Because we're talking about this year. Okay, uh, which one are we talking about? We talk about the disappointment that happened this week, or are we talking about better franchise? Because again, you're moving the goalpost. And no. I'm not going to allow you to do it. I'm talking about relevant winning franchise. And yes, the Heat are. Yes, Heat that's that. why it's disappointing that it was sweepity doo dah time. Okay. That line, you've overused that. I don't. Well. Like, you should retire for, I that. will use it until the Heat gets swept again next year. You should just retire that. Put it up in the rafters alongside the Knicks Game 2 championship banner. That was a great tweet. 3776 I believe the Knicks, a bigger playoff disappointment than the Heat. It's based on a track record. It's based on what the franchises are, and it's based on what we were force-fed to think about the Knicks in the months leading up to the postseason. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. We are Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel. 
and yeah, you're right. Both the both the names are are on the show. That was a a, a decent point on your <laughs> part. Uh, but we are also presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu/slash/mba/sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Quickly, That's something we can agree on. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's go ahead and get through some tweets here. Old Man Roman, the Knicks weren't supposed to make the playoffs this year when the season started. The Heat are supposed to repeat as Eastern Conference champions. Mm. I, I mean, mm. I don't think anybody's ever supposed to. To repeat, I think that uh, that's something that you hope is going to happen, but I don't think anybody made that declaration. Mm. You hope so, but it's not something that is an absolute. But again, I think that the Knicks, a bigger playoff disappointment than the Heat. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And again, I'm getting, I'm getting these, these hater tweets. I Listen, I'm just acknowledging something that I feel. If that's being a hater, then you can think I'm a hater, but Coquel, it's coming from it's coming from a place of observation. I don't mind you hating the Knicks. I hate the Knicks for most of the last twenty. <laughs> I, I hate uh, Dolan. I just don't like the I, to say that it's more of a disappointment when a bad franchise loses. That's not a disappointment. It was exciting to even be in the playoffs. Let's go to Paul in Stewart. Hello, Paul. You're on ESPN 106.3. Hi, fellas. Uh, thanks for taking my call. You got a bud. Can you hear? Um, what I want to say is that I'm a Heat fan, mm-hmm. and the disappointment with the sweep, it was a disappointment. But the first game was literally given to Milwaukee, so I still don't even think that they, they got swept, really. They did. The Knicks, I would say... It was more of a disappointment because they were a higher rank and they got beat, literally got whooped by it. I mean, listen. All I heard about, and Paul, I mean, all I heard about is how loud Madison Square Garden is, and how amazing the arena is, and the NBA is better than Trey Young, who never played a playoff minute in his life, comes in. And it completely dominates. Played He's it. bowing to the crowd last night and appreciate the call. Inspired That's ball why it's a disappointment. In the in the Mecca, he played inspired ball because the greats all want to do great things there. It is a loud arena. There's a reason why players talk about it. There's a reason why LeBron talks yeah, about it. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And, and, and so Dude, many players. There's a reason why Jordan dropped double nickel. It felt like every day of my life. It's why players want to play in it, except for other teams. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. This is my problem with Heat fans, too. And I'm sorry, Paul, and I appreciate you listening. The Knicks got blown out, but the Heat didn't really get swept because we're not going to count that game. Like, can, can we stop? With <laughs> All that? right, I I did not endorse that. I just for the record, I did not endorse that. I pretty much, I think I watched the Heat lose a game by sixty-five. I'm not, that might not be the number, <laughs> but I felt like one of those games was a sixty-five point game. Oh, that was games. Take your pick. Game three or four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a stretch there where it felt really bad. Uh, Coach K has retired. Duke. Is I might have this single, coach game. Might have to retire in this segment. Is it the single best coaching job in sports? If not, what is? 888-760-3776. We're going to towel off, not each other. Well, maybe. maybe. He's Coquel. <laughs> I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. Ken Levick alive on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like. Duke job, that open Duke job, well, not open anymore. John Shire's going to take over. But is that the top job in sports? If not, what is? We've been speculating about that Duke job uh, for years with Coach K getting up in age, and now he's gone. John Shire's taking over. Is that the, the, the top coaching gig? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And as we ceremoniously do here on Ken Levick Alive, when a uh, big-time name retires, we give them a respectful send-off in the form of an impersonation. And the best impersonation of Coach K here at ESPN 106.3 belongs to the very talented JMP. JMP, in honor of Coach K, how do you feel about North Carolina? I've always had the most, utmost respect (laughs) for North Carolina from my battles with Coach Smith. May he rest in peace. 
and with Roy and the special friendship and kinship that we've developed over the years. And I know that they're going to do a great job with Hubert and that coaching staff. (laughs) We have always had, you know, an incredible, healthy relationship with them. Even though on the court, you'll probably see me dropping MF bombs every time I don't get a call, especially against Carolina. Duke-UNC is the most unparalleled rivalry that we have in sports, and I'm proud that I could be a big part of that tradition. Excellent. Now Mike Krzyzewski can officially retire. JMP, thank you. <laughs> JMP with the uh, ceremonial impersonation of Mike Shishinsky. You might hear more of that tonight on ESPN West Palm tonight. <laughs> well, that, that's that's what they call a tease in the business. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I truly believe the Knicks a bigger playoff disappointment than the Heat. That is correct. Of course, Coquel, yeah, there's a, a lot of pushback there. What do you think? 888-760-3776. 888 888- Seven six zero three seven seven six. Brandon Alvarez tweets: uh, Celtics fan here, but no way are Knicks more disappointing than a uh, than a first class organization. You're basing your argument on media hype for the Knicks. You have a team with Bam, Jimmy, Hero, Duncan, and got swept. I love your takes, but you're wrong on this one, Ken. Mm. Let's go to Steven. Steven in Wellington. Steve. Steven. Steve. If you like Steve, Steve or if you boy. like Steven more, I'm just going to call you both. I apologize. You're in Wellington. What's up, bud? Not a problem. Appreciate it. Yep. Um, I got to disagree. I think the Heat is a bigger disappointment. You can't go from making it to the championship round, basically saying, and the next year you get you get swept, and then you get a team that hasn't made it in 20 years, and they get in. It was It's a win just for them just even getting there, much as they won one game. And don't get me wrong, I'm not an apologist. I'm not a Heat fan, not a Knicks fan. But, I mean, it's blatantly obvious that the bigger disappointment is the Heat. Um, I think you're just projecting how you feel about Knicks fans onto the team itself. Uh, that's, 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 um, that's my take. So, so uh, you say that, and I could push back on that, Stephen. But I, I mean, it it might be it, you might have just given me a very accurate over the phone psychology session. Like I, I can't actually argue that. That's and I appreciate the call. I, I may very well be projecting my my disdain for me. the the romanticism <laughs> of New York. I might be. And I get it. That was a very good, educated call. I get it. I know you're a Florida guy now, but you were born in a second-rate city with, ter- you- with terrible pizza. <laughs> no, oh, my God. I'd be upset, too. Like, if I was given slop in a bowl and been like, oh, look at this pizza. It's like a soup. I'm not even sure what it would you yeah, call you know, it. A like, pie? It's like not like a said, pizza pie. Well, it's like an apple pie because it's all gooey. It's- Listen, I handed the keys to the show to you in the first time. Just take it. You do the last half hour, Coquel. Because that's, I mean, I would, I would have the same envy problems. Oh, I get man. it completely. I just want to bang my head against the wall. You're lucky I love you so much. Uh, and by the way, uh, Coquel and I, <laughs> we just we just drove to Port St. Lucie for no reason last night. We were supposed to uh, we were supposed to call the uh, uh, Olympic baseball qualifier USA against Puerto Rico. We get up there, just pouring rain, pouring, pouring, pouring rain at Cloverfield. And so, uh, <laughs> well, that was that was that. No game. So At least I got to visit Port St. Lucie. And hang out with me for three hours. Yeah, all right, right. So I'm going through a little Coquel overload right now. But if you were excited for that baseball game, tomorrow night on this station, USA versus Canada. Yep, well, and we will have the call right here on ESPN 106.3 from uh, Ballpark of the Palm Beach. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Uh, yeah, 7 o'clock. I was about to say opening tip. I think I, something <laughs> might have happened to me during the first segment. <laughs> yeah, and during the break, Coquel's like, I think I'm having a heart attack, and my head hurts. I, I was telling you, like, I'm worried about your health sometimes. I took a Xanax from during the break. We're good now. <laughs> Everything's fine. fine. No problem. Uh, Coach K is retiring literally, and I'm not even joking, one minute, one minute after we got off the air yesterday is when – ESPN broke the news that Coach K was retiring. One minute. Came down at 101 yesterday. And this is a Duke job that we always wondered who would take over when Coach K finally left. No interview process. No Brad Stevens. And it's funny it happened on the day Brad Stevens left the sideline with the Celtics to go into the front office. Uh, John Shire, former Duke player, is the coach in waiting. Localize it. Heat Summer League player. Come on. <laughs> I, uh, that was good. That was really, really good. It never player. even occurred to me. You're right. Um, but 
That Duke job that John Shire is taking over, one, I don't envy him at all because there, I suppose, whoever took over for Vince Lombardi, it was Dave Wanstead taking over no, for Mike Ditka. Pretty sure Dave Chicago. Wanstead did not take over for Vince <laughs> I Lombardi. I didn't mean it like that. No. Uh, I was I was transitioning into another example. <laughs> okay. Mike Ditka was a god during my childhood. He got fired. Dave Wanstead took over. Those were really difficult shoes to fill. Anytime a legend leaves, but this is like to the extreme. This is not like Hubert Davis taking over for Roy Williams. This is Mike Krzyzewski leaving and... Here, you take literally the thing that Coach K built from scratch. Like This is unbelievable pressure that he's going to be under. Is that the top job, top coaching job in sports? Is the Duke job Ooh, the Bank. most lucrative coaching job in sports? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because you can make an argument that it's the most elite coaching job. The resources, the prestige. I mean, the fact that you walk into Cameron Indoor, and this is going to be me humble bragging, I've had the opportunity to call a college basketball game there when FAU visited Duke. Uh, I've been there several times when FAU's been passing through, practicing at Cameron Indoor. It's a place you walk into, and it just feels like, oh my God, this is a different dimension. And now, like John Shire has that job. Is Duke the best single coaching job in sports? The most elite, the most lucrative. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Yeah, Shire does not want to be a Phil Bankston. Let me tell you that. The guy who replaced Vince Lombardi. Phil Bankston? Who, I, I, I know Bankston. nothing about Phil Bankston. Oh, you don't know about his 20-21-1 and 21 and one record? That's how I really hung him up there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, he was so close to getting to 500, <laughs> and then he tied. There's nothing worse than that. He's basically the Ray Rhodes of the 1960s. The Ray Rose, uh, nice and current still. Good, good. Eight and eight. Um, but I, I got some tweets at this, at ESPN West Palm, because I, when you look at all sports, I, I'm talking about pros as well, and uh, I have a tweet uh, that the Celtics are the top coaching job in the NBA. That's Open, maybe, because they're the only one that's open <laughs> right, at the moment. Right, right. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the pros is tough. Unless you want to do like the Yankees in baseball. I feel like that's the, the premier managerial job Is it though? in baseball. I feel like that's an annoying job to have. Probably, but to say you were the Yankees manager, like that's of the, the winningest franchise in baseball history, there's something to that, right? And they're still relevant. It's not like they had former glory and they've been down in the dumps. Like they're still a team that's competing every year. What about Manchester United? Manchester United, uh, amazing. Joe Rigotti, did you? He brought up the soccer example ahead of me. Are you okay? Is that you should be on Xanax more often? I said something often. about soccer. Yeah, you should. You should take a Xanax more often. You uh, are really uh, uh, lucid good about a relationship and clear-headed right now. right now. I just feel good. You know, but the Manchester, flow of the ball. Manchester soccer United, looks like a fun sport right you're, now. You're right. Manchester United is absolutely one of the top coaching jobs in the world. What about from a micro level, college football? What is the Duke coaching job of college football? Is it Bama? Is um, it Ohio State? Texas probably pays the best. USC there's, comes into mind. Like, there's still those big-time name jobs, even though they're yeah. not. Like, the best program right now is clearly Alabama, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think there's a differentiation between best program and best coaching Because I don't know if job. Duke is the best program. It's up there. Obviously, it's in the conversation, but you can yeah. go Kentucky. You can go a different way. Now, but, but there's the allure of a Duke. That do we add into like a Notre Dame? Who I I get it now. Notre Dame's stuff, a good but one, but it's a, it's a job that has that yeah. prestige to it. Yeah, yeah, and I I suppose prestige is a big part of this conversation when you're talking about coaching job. Like, yeah, there's resources, but there's a lot of schools that have resources. Yeah, te- uh, you go back to Texas, like they yeah. have every resource, but in they the don't world. win. Um, no. uh, but I just college football is the fascinating one because I don't think there's a clear cut. Notre Dame absolutely is one, but even uh, this morning, someone mentioned to me about college basketball that they don't even think Duke is the elite job. They think Kentucky is the elite job, and you can make a case Michigan for Michigan basketball still has that feel, or is that just because I grew up Fab Five time? Probably. I mean, they are a thing now again because of Jawan. Yeah, yeah, but uh, especially after they went Former on Miami probation. Heat. Yes, thank you for localizing that again. But what is what is the top job in sports? And I guess too, like the college football especially. But what is the top job in sports? Is it that Duke job that now John Shire is going to take over in what is? Whew, I still I, I'm trying to wrap my head around how impossible the situation that is. What a selfish move by Coach K to stay around for another year. Wait, are you being serious? Yeah. 
So wait, he hasn't earned he hasn't earned the right to have a a going away season and I, to name the replacement already. No, just you when you're done, you're done. You don't take a tour. if you're a coach, you're supposed to be all about your players. You don't take a tour at the end and saying I'm leaving. So you don't think Coach K should be having a farewell tour no. after all he's done, all the championships he's won. He literally changed the face of college basketball. He made Duke what it is, where we can discuss it as the top job in all of sports. And you don't think that it is kosher of him to take a farewell tour? No. Why would he? Why do you get a farewell tour? Why not just have a? He should be celebrated. You can celebrate him every game next year if you want, but a farewell tour while you're the coach, while the guy who's trying to get his head coaching career has to sit there and wait and watch you wave to fans in every arena. You are, I, I adore you. Do you agree with Coquel that it is a bad look? Selfish. Is it? Do you agree with Coquel? All right, we'll workshop. Yeah. Do you agree with Coquel that it is selfish of Mike Shishesky? To take a farewell tour. To end his career, do you think it is selfish of Coach K to get a farewell tour to stick around for one more season? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. Is Coach K being selfish announcing his retirement before the season starts? So if Duke makes a run, right? And they get deep. The university gets all this money. Shashevsky gets all this money. The players don't get anything. The university is going to get all this attention. Shashevsky is going to get the attention. Now the players can't even have that because Coach K needs it all for himself. He needs it to be the Coach K show on his way out. Is Coach K being selfish? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, when we return, uh, there has been a TikTok video circulating involving a 17-year-old girl uh, fight with a bear and it gives me PTSD about the animal encounters that I have had here in South Florida because this is a dangerous place to live. He is Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levick live on ESPN 106.3. If you have had a scary run-in with wildlife in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, I want to hear your tales. I want to hear your stories at 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, because I had an instance over the weekend where I had a run-in with a wild animal, and I am still shook over it. What is your wildlife running, your animal running here in South Florida? Maybe it's a gator. Maybe it's some sort of bird. There are so many exotic things down here that are terrifying. Have you had a run-in with a wild animal here in South Florida? I want to hear the story. I'm curious about it, and I'll tell you mine. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And uh, when you're injured in an accident, it is pretty scary. The aftermath is overwhelming. It's rough. Uh, there are a lot of questions. You need help. You need guidance. And that's where Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys come in. They have over three decades of combined experience at Lawler and Associates. Lawler and Associates helps clients get the compensation they deserve. That's the thing. They're getting what you deserve, whether it's an automobile accident, a boat accident, a motorcycle accident, a slip and fall, any personal injury matter. Lawler and Associates, they have the expertise and they have the resources and they have the desire to help. They are in your corner. You need people in your corner in these situations. Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates are those people. Visit Lawler and Associates for a free consultation. Want to lawyerup.com want to lawyer up.com um those of you who have seen the video you know what i'm talking about but bear with me here uh there has been on social media well done a a oh yeah good call i didn't even think about that uh you are sharp today man i'm so proud of you there is a tiktok video circulating and this was somewhere out west there's mountains it's mountainous um, and obviously it involves bears, so it's probably out west. But a 17-year-old girl is caught on what appears to be a home security camera in her backyard, and there's a big fence in her backyard, and a bear, a huge bear. I mean, we're talking, this thing looks like a, a, a grizzly bear, walks up on this home's fence with a cub, and they are walking along the top of this fence, and the dogs in the house, there's three dogs, run out and start barking 
at this bear. And this bear is standing on top of the fence and is batting at them with its huge grizzly bear paw. Just batting at him, batting at him, batting at him. And this 17-year-old girl comes running out, scoops up one of the dogs, runs up to this bear. And I'm telling you, this thing's got to be, I mean, I don't know how what the average weight of a grizzly bear is. I'm going to spitball it here. Like probably what? Like 500 pounds, 500 something pounds. And she pushes it with her bare hands off the fence, pushes a grizzly bear off of a fence with her bare hands, gets all the rest of her dogs and runs back inside. I mean, it is the ultimate badassery. It is something that I would never do because I would have doo-doo running down my leg. I would not, I would say, dogs, sorry, love you. You're on your own here. I can't do anything for you. And she just pushed the bear, barehanded, off the fence. I'm going to be sexist here and assume that's a mother bear with her cubs and not a male bear. Is that sexist of me to say? No, no, no. no. I think that's actually how, like, nature works. They average 290 to 440 pounds. Oh, boy. A male is up over 500 pounds. Oh, my goodness. So, it's fine. Like, 450 pounds. Like that's it's it's huge. a big bear. It, it's a it's a big bear, and the woman very deceivingly with her outfit looks like she's about sixty. Yeah, she's wearing, but she, she you're right. She's wearing like a um uh, a nighty. It's a something that my grandma used. to Yeah, wear. like a flowing sleep gown. Like that's what she and she pushes this bear. She assaults off the, fence. the bear. The bear <laughs> and her bear cubs are going for a nice little walk. <laughs> yeah, on her fence, and the right. dogs come out of nowhere, yeah. ravenous, attacking the poor little bears. Just. Just trying to spend time with family. I like to go out with my kids. I don't have dogs attacking me and women pushing me off of fences. <laughs> she should be arrested for assault. Uh, and so that reminded me of this weekend, though. So I was I was out for a run this weekend, and uh, you know, in my community, there's a there's a canal, and so there's a lot of ducks and geese around, and. Usually you just run by them and they scatter, or whatever. And some of them are used to people; they'll just stand there, no big deal. I noticed a goose, and this thing was big. I noticed a goose that didn't look like one I had seen before. It was sort of cream-colored, and I'm like, what is that? I haven't seen a goose that looks like that, and it's honking. I'm like, oh, no big deal. Like, I'm getting close. I'm sure it's just, like, doing what geese do and sounding an alarm. Was it driving a car? I, <laughs> it was honking, it, the, the noise that the goose oh. makes. Um, and it was, it was honking, and I run by it, and all of a sudden it starts flapping its wings, and it starts to, like take a couple of steps forward as I'm running by and it gets into the air and flies at me. And my reaction was not to stand there and just be like, Hey, it's okay. I'll take this. I went and I'm not joking. This is the sound I made. I ducked. I covered my head and I went, Oh no, no. And I immediately after that, like I start like thrashing around and then I realize, Oh my God, there's people across the street and they are laughing at me because I went, Oh no. And I'm like spinning and throwing my arms in the air because I was afraid the goose was going to peck me. Birds are scared. I, I mean, it's the legit first bird attack I've ever suffered in my life. And I do want tails. And we have a dedicated uh, a dedicated open uh, as well uh, to take your animal tails at 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. What are your tales of wildlife runnings in South Florida? <laughs> Crikey. It's what we call <laughs> our production wildlife tales inside. By the way, rest in peace to uh, Steve Irwin. Oh, yeah, you threw him in there. Rest in peace. I'm yeah. sure you made a donation to his foundation. A foundation? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'll work on it. Okay. Uh, so uh, what, is your, what is your wildlife run in, Coquel? We can't I- afford living people, so we have to steal the voices of dead yeah. people. Sorry to Steve Irwin's family. Uh, have you had a wildlife run in something scary with a... Similar Because down yours. here it happens a lot. This was in North Carolina. We drove down as a family 11 hours down to some house in North Carolina. There was a whole bunch of us cousins. Like, it was a big family meetup. And the basketball court from the house we rented was across the lake. Mm-hmm. So you had to walk around the lake to get to the basketball court. Well, we would try to go, and this nine-foot swan, at least that's how my younger me remembers it, giant swan, oh, would, would attack the kids. It would Basically, it sounded like it was like barking because it wasn't a normal like whack, whack. It was like an angry, probably honking, I guess, whatever that noise is. Yeah, I think they honk. Yeah, it would, it would come at us, and it would attack and go after the kids, and we couldn't go. The older, my older brother and my cousin, they made it because they just took off because they were a lot older than us. They ran, and they got there, but us little kids couldn't couldn't get past. And then 
finally it came to the point where it got so bad where it attacked myself, my baby cousin Jenny, my uncle the went swan by. Swans just swan. attacking people? Every time, I'm sure it had babies or eggs or whatever swans Or it's do. just a, a jerk. Or it's just a, yeah, grumpy, like, get, <laughs> yeah. Off, get off my lawn, swan. My uncle walked by and ended up, it tried to attack him, but my uncle's like a yoked commercial fisherman, clamor, angry guy yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. like, you know, social etiquette. Yeah. Just turned and punched the swan in the head. Your uncle punched a swan? But it was like a, it was like the same height as him. That's how I know it was tall. Like, they were like eyeball to eyeball. I love And the he fact, punched the swan. I love that Coquel's uncle boxed a swan. <laughs> yeah, and then the swan That's ran incredible. away. Stop bothering us. That is incredible. What are your wildlife running tales here in South Florida? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Birds are jerks, man. They like, are. Geese can be angry. The swans, it's interesting. There's a, a lake in downtown Orlando. I believe it's Lake Eola, I think is the, the name of it. And it is known for the swans that hang out around. But it's right in the middle of downtown Orlando. And those swans are terrifying. They approach you. They're huge. They're taller than you. They're angry. For as beautiful as they are, their personalities do not match. Swans are dreadful creatures. Just awful, awful, violent creatures. My uncle taught me when I was young, same uncle, that the prettier they are, the crazier they are. So maybe that's the problem with swans. I had no I had no idea about anything swans until I saw them in Orlando and it changed my like they're they're mean. They're mean things. I think all birds are mean though. They look mean with their beady eyes. They're always staring at me all creepily. I don't trust birds at all. Like even people's pets. I don't trust pets that are birds. Well, Anything with those little eyes and and I feel like their beaks are gonna peck out my eyeballs. Yeah. Well your Brian McLovin Rowitz has an intense fear of birds. Like really? an intense fear of birds. Like any bird. Sparrow, turkey. Doesn't matter. So he won't do stories about them on WPTV? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Your wildlife tales, your wildlife run-ins, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, or tweet at us at ESPN West Palm. When we come back, a little red light, green light, brought to you by Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Top topics in sports. Green light, yeah, I'm with it. Red light, nope. No good. And Coquel is going to bring it to us when we return. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levick alive. Best show in Palm Beach County that you can listen to between noon and one. I mean, really, <laughs> there's no other show between noon and one that I would advise anyone listening to other than Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel on ESPN 106.3. And how do we feel about iguanas? Like, I know there's a lot of them. I know that people down here hunt them. I typically don't have a problem with them. But then when you're up close to them, those things can be big, man. Like, and you can you can be bitten by them. Like, are you pro-iguana or are you sort of scared of iguanas? Like, keep your distance. I don't mind them. Um, the huge ones I'm obviously going to keep my distance from. But, like, all the, the little, you talk about the little guys, too, yeah. or is that a different type of lizard? I think that's a different type of lizard, unless my, it's a smaller iguana. I don't know. My stepbrother had an iguana that got like huge when I was a kid, yeah. so I was kind of around it a lot, yeah. so they don't really bother me. And in case you're wondering, well, Ken, Coquel, how come you're not talking about the ocean? It's because I stay away from the ocean because literally everything in the ocean wants to kill you. That's a fact. They're just, li- again, we're assaulting them. They're just swimming, living their life. Sharks are not attacking. They're defending their home. This is a stand-your-ground state. And they're standing their ground. We don't belong in the ocean. That's the shark's house. Uh, I don't know if you uh, if you have been paying attention to the local news. There is a guy in Miami-Dade County who has lost a court case uh, as he tried to claim stand your ground against an iguana. He beat an iguana to death that he says bit him and attacked him, and he claimed stand your ground and lost the case, and he's going to be charged with animal cruelty Good. over that. So it's funny you mentioned that because that actually is a real thing with animals. But again, but like sharks, we're not supposed to be in the water. No, th- we're not water creatures. You're exactly right. Uh, I, I stay to the beach and also man of wars. I don't know when man of war season is. What is a man of war? Is that it's like that a giant little purple jellyfish. jellyfish. It's okay. the little purple jellyfish that it hurts like hell when you step on it. And then you pee on your buddy's foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, and that <laughs> can get, that can get fun, too. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what you're into. I think one stung me, Ken. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this, uh, this weekend and even late week here, there is no better place to watch your NBA playoffs, your NHL playoffs, than Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. And tomorrow we're going to be giving away a 50 
$50 gift card to Stormhouse Broom. This place has completely taken over. It is the newest craft brewery in Palm Beach County, but it's also a craft brewery with a full menu, a full gastropub menu. That is so rare, and I don't know why. And they finally have put two and two together in Stormhouse Brewing. They get it. They know you want to eat when you drink. They have the delicious in-house brewed mm. craft beers and their full menu and the huge mm. TVs and the indoor and outdoor mm. seating at Stormhouse Brewing. Again, uh, Crystal Cove Commons, US 1, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard, Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. Coquel, let's get into a little Greenway Kia of West Palm Beach. Red light, green light, go. Uh, all right, Ken, just a reminder, green light means you're going with it. Red light means you're not. I'm stopping it. You are shutting it down. I know the rules of the road. All right, Coach K will go down as the greatest college basketball coach of all time. Green light, yeah, he's, he's got the most wins. He has won so many championships, and he really constructed what we know Duke as now, as this priority, as this standard in that sport. Absolutely. Who else would be up in the top? Who else would you think about putting in that? Would that be Wooden? Is that the only person that you even go to? Wooden, Dean Smith. Uh, you can't go Calipari because I think he's technically zero and zero for his career. Oh. <laughs> every, because of the, every season has been taken away. And taken. <laughs> Perhaps, yes. But, I, I mean, let's keep it to modern because there's, I mean, Adolph Rupp. You could uh, you could put in that discussion as well, um, but I I modern coaches modern coaches Coach K Tom Izzo I think you do at least have to put Calipari in there. He's at least extremely influential. I think that counts for something. And Mark Few does Mark Few would Mark Few I don't even know who Mark Few is Gonzaga. That's distracting. I asked for music, and this is what Joe picked. So oh. This threw me off of just a little bit here as we do Red Light Greenway. We probably should have workshopped that. All right, red go light, ahead. Red Light Greenway brought to you by Greenway KOS Palm Beach. All right, the Lakers will be knocked. <laughs> you are so distracted. Turn this down. Forget it. Forget it. Forget the music. Red Light Greenway. We tried. The Lakers. Turn the music off, please. <laughs> the Lakers will be knocked. <laughs> he puts music with lyrics. The Lakers will be knocked out of the playoffs tonight. Uh, I'm going to give that a red light. There's no way at home that LeBron is going to lose after an extra five and a half minutes of treatment uh, walking off the floor in game number five. So game six at home, LeBron will win it, setting up a game seven. The New York Knicks season was a success. Green light. It's just their playoff was a massive disappointment, more disappointing than the Heat. And that is Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, Red Light. Oh, you have one more? All right, go ahead. We got Joe Rigotti here, hockey guy. I had one. All right, go ahead. Come on. Although right now I wish he got eaten by a bear earlier like he told us. (laughs) All right. Winnipeg Jets center Mark Shifley. I, oh, I looked it up. You're going to ask a question when you don't hour. even know how to All right, that dirty hit in the hockey game. Should he be out for the season? The guy the who got hit or the guy who <laughs> no, hit? The guy who got hit might be. The guy who laid the hit. The, the yeah, sure. center. I don't know anything about that. Yeah, yeah, see, sure. it was dirty hit. I mean, it was like I the saw biggest it. hit ever. Yeah, so yeah, he probably should be done for the year if it was dirty. I don't know. He's what do you think? You saw it more than me. Yeah, he should be done. Okay, great. He didn't even play the puck. Good. I'm glad play we the... came to that conclusion. And that was, that was a rousing <laughs> edition of Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Red light, green light. It will be much more rousing when you go into Greenway Kia West Palm Beach and get yourself a Kia automobile like I have my Kia K5 GT. That car is a beast, and it was just a fine, fine buying experience at Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Go in, ask for Jorge, ask for Mike. Say, hey, I heard Ken bought his car from here. Put me in a car and check out their credit clinic as well. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia, westpalmbeach.com. That'll do it for us. We'll be back tomorrow. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Lavica. He's been Joe Rigotti, and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Bye-bye.